Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello, Achievers, and welcome to episode, landmark episode number 30 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Wanyuel Dilcox, and here with me every week is... Sasha Black. I am not on it enough in order to be able to uh, do that backwards. Welcome, Basha Slack. Yeah, there we go. Um, Are we actually on episode 30? Episode 30? Fucking hell. That's flown by. Yeah, it has. How are we still friends? I genuinely don't know. And (laughs) genuinely also a question we ask ourselves quite often throughout the week. Like... Surely this should have crashed and burned by now. Surely we should like be in pieces at the side of the road, but we should. We don't, should. Don't don't question a good thing. Um, but yeah, it is weird because we, this kicked off what April. So I don't know. It, it, that doesn't make sense. Thirty episodes, April, six months. Although kind of seven months if you include most of October. Anyway, it's been a long time, and I'm tired of you. <laughs> and this is the end of no i'm joking we're yes. joking guys it I was did, a joke. i did because i was listening back to last week's episode there was a part of me because obviously the question was like uh how do you know when to let go and part of me in my head was like oh we should have played that card like we are <laughs> but no we're not we're not going anywhere just uh, yeah anyway uh how's your week been um loaded question <laughs> well i i think i can admit that i have broken myself <laughs> um yeah I mean it was better than the week before because like my son was back at school oh my god how was that only last (laughs) (laughs) oh god oh I'm like on the border of hysterical where I actually I'm not sure if I'm gonna laugh or cry um so that was only a week ago wow okay yeah so this week has been um real long and I don't know where it's gone or what I've done. Um, I've done a lot and nothing and really stressed myself out. And now I have high blood pressure. <laughs> so, Actually, yes. Act- well, so technically it's elevated for a normal person, but my blood pressure normally is super low. So it, it's high for me. Um, yeah, and I've had a sack of headaches for like the last three weeks, which I'm only really admitting now. And I've been really dizzy. So I have actually broken myself and I really need to de-stress. <laughs> and I'm laughing about it, but it's not actually funny. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the hysteric part. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't, this is the thing about me. Whenever there's like, whenever I'm in pain or like there's something really serious, my reaction is laughter. You know how people have these different reactions to mm. like, yeah, I laugh on any situation that's like deadly serious. I just laugh. It's like a natural nervous I, laughter. Yeah, I think I'm probably quite similar, but not, I don't, I don't like howl at laughter. I'm just kind of like, ha yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, trying I to see howl. the funny side of this. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it is, uh, it is interesting because Next week, obviously, we, we planned a strategy day together on Tuesday. So, number one, I'm just going to sit you in a room for five hours and make you not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but strategy days are fun. That yes. is the fun part of life, you know? Yes. No, it should be quite good. Um, but, yeah, my, my week's been 
um, a week. Like time, time again. I don't know what's happening, but time again is just flying by and also going super slow. Like my sister came up to visit two weeks ago, and that feels like yesterday. But it also feels like a month since Monday. Like it's really, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Whether it's like the winter time, like coming nice. around, the nights getting darker, or just like. Also, you know. smashed life this week. Like, you oh, actually, I knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah, you really <laughs> did. I, I had I had a really good week work-wise and uh, a good week in terms of like epiphanies and just, uh, I don't know. I, I think oh, we, we can get into this at probably another episode because there's probably a whole episode worth of talking this, but I just had like a few big epiphanies this week where my mindset has shifted massively and it all seems so fucking obvious. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> did you hear that? Don't, yeah, I did hear that. Do you have a small demon upstairs by any chance? He's not crying, so that's good. I think he probably rolled out of bed trying to get his toy. <laughs> if he's crying, I'll go up. He's fine. Um, I can hear him talking to the toy again now. Uh, <laughs> this is my son. This is what you get. Like, you're right, Bailey. This is real, guys. Right. This, this is, is real. real life. This is life. For people watching on YouTube, just to acknowledge this. Again? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? That was quite loud. It's because it's hitting the radiator, and I know what it is. It's going to be his toy. Uh, for people watching on YouTube, that is a tent that we put up behind you. That's not just like a giant with an erection in a bed sheet. Um, <laughs> it kind of looks like it. Um, <laughs> what is no, going me and, on? I'm sorry. Me, me, me and Nikolay built some tents earlier, and I've kept it up because we're going to play in the tent again tomorrow. So yeah, this is real life happening on on camera and in the podcast. And this is just this is this is what you get. Um, but what are my points? Oh yeah, so what, one one massive epiphany is basically. Um, in my previous day job, my full-time role for a year and a half, two years was marketing manager for um, a, a charity organization. And I dealt with a lot of like the charity departments and the commercial departments. And basically I had to kind of wrangle in a lot of like campaigns, a lot of what the business is trying to deliver, all the different targets and stuff from a marketing perspective. And it's only actually been this week that I've sat there and realized that the one fundamental tool I used for that entire operation, I don't have in my own business. <laughs> Like it's it's blown my fucking mind that I've had to sit there and literally I was on I was on Zoom to you, weren't you? And you mentioned it and I suddenly just went and just had a full like, yeah. <laughs> LSD going through a tunnel at hundred miles an hour trip of just like oh, <laughs> so, oh my I god, know... people need to come over to YouTube just to see Dan's face just then <laughs> because it was spectacular. Oh, that's gonna be a fucking gif at some point. And I'm really sweary today. I'm really sorry for people listening. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Um excitement and rage and pain. Uh but, but the point is. Yeah, so all these epiphanies have happened this week. And I'm now, I, I don't know. I think because also I mentioned last week, I've sorted out a productivity schedule for the rest of the year that kind of like tracks me as well as me tracking it. I can now see the light at the end of the tunnel of the amount of stuff I'm doing and weaning it down to a point in which I'm actually going to be a lot more selective with what I do. And I think... I'm very jealous of that. <laughs> yeah, just wait for the question. Um, oh, and I think, no. <laughs> But now I, I think a part of that is just this journey of being an indie, though, because we've we mentioned this before. When you start kind of going full time, you just take everything because you don't know what's going to stick. You need the money. It's coming in, whatever. And you do get to a point where you start being more selective. I'm not saying like I can totally pick what I can do because I can't. But directionally, I know much more of what I'm doing. So, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a full out week, but it's rewarded quite well. So there yeah. we are. What's uh, one thing that you've enjoyed this week? So um, the wife and I sat down one evening um, and this was one of the two evenings I've had off <laughs> in the last mm, three weeks. 
because uh, basically have worked every day for anyway one of the and I didn't know what to do with myself because it's been so long since I'd not worked and um so we watched something called Emily in Paris which we hadn't uh which had been on the list and uh you know like the wish list to watch or whatever we, I'd heard lots of good things about it it was absolutely fucking brilliant it was so brilliant we binged eight episodes in one evening like Jeez. I literally yeah I literally did not move How off of the sofa oh no they're short they're like 20 between 26 and 29 okay. minutes I would say um yeah but I mean I literally sat for like four hours which is pretty much unheard of I can't remember the last time I did that and um it was so good it's like sex in the city meets devil wears devil wears prada yeah the film meets ugly you got me sold <laughs> yeah but like it's the ugly betty bit on the end that really like it's the tri tri trifecta of like excellence and yeah it was just it was fantastic it was romantic it was it had tension it was it, it had a oh it just do yourself a favor and if you like any of those three series uh go and watch it because it was fantastic so yeah that was my thing how about you nice well before i answer i'm going to quickly turn on the other light because i realize i'm really dark on my youtube <laughs> Nick, that's off <laughs> right i'm back um i cannot move this chair because it's a fundamental component of the tent and i just tried <laughs> uh one thing that i'm enjoyed was this week so um mine i I'm, I'm going to go with a, I had a call yesterday with someone that I didn't expect to have a call with because um, I mentioned last week as well that I'm sort of looking into book coaching and getting that started as a thing. And I got in touch with a very nice woman who is currently working and doing all that kind of stuff. And literally, I just shot an email just to ask some questions on like, just, just to be nice, reach out. No, like no pressure if you don't reply and all that kind of stuff. And then ended up in like this hour conversation with one of the loveliest women that I've spoken to in ages. And it was just encouraging inspiring uh reaffirming of like the direction that i'm going and just yeah it's it's rare that you kind of have those sort of conversations where you click with someone so quickly but then feel like you're almost giving each other as much as as you are so that was good um so yeah that's probably my thing that i've i've enjoyed this week i love but, that that's completely different to anything that we've said so far as well yeah yeah it's one thing i, I very that. much enjoyed this week and my yeah. epiphany of going through a tunnel um <laughs> I will forever remember. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make that again. I'm sorry, we've got to make that again. <laughs> okay, our weekly confessional. So my task last week was to continue with my production schedule, which I'm ahead of at the minute. Um, to finish when winter comes, episode six, which is the final episode in the series, which I have also done the first draft of. So next week's probably going to be editing that. Um, and complete one more coaching pack and I've done two and more than two really like I've not done without going into it I've, I've done more than two but less than three <laughs> what was mine sorry I don't know what oh Sasha's was. was finish presentation for Janet Murray's <laughs> conference and start Becca's course <laughs> I didn't even realize until I read it out. I'm going to argue that the presentation is finished because it is finished. Um... <laughs> explain it, explain it. Or don't, you don't need to. Um, so the presentation is finished and I have gone through it, I think now three times. So I think that counts as finished. Yes. Um, 
the reason I'm crying this after is because I have to send a, so I'm not presenting until the 3rd of November. <laughs> and um, I'm presenting live at the conference. What they've asked for is a pre-recorded version um, just in case that technology fails. So I, I recorded it first thing this morning and thought I was nice and done and then had to sort of edit out the ums and the, and the uh, pauses or whatever. And when I finished doing that at, let's say, four o'clock today, I realised it was 10 minutes over the amount of time that it had taken me in my practice sessions. So I had to cut out a load of stuff. Um, and I think I've got about three minutes of footage. Yeah, something like that. Three or four minutes of footage left to to edit and then I can render the file. So I mean, technically, <laughs> <laughs> you could argue it one way or another. But if you argue it the wrong way, motherfucker. Let's we... uh, let, let, let's put it to a poll in the group. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we are not doing that because it's done. Presentation yes, it's is fine. done. It's fine. Um, and start Becca's course. Yes, I did. I did read all of the materials and yeah. I had my first coaching session. So that's also done. Which we need to talk about at some point. So, but not now. Now's not the time. Um, comments to the question last week that was, how do you know when to let go? Okay, so Yanni said, I love this episode. You guys have such a great relationship. Do we though? But do no, we? No. Barely Still like you. I know. <laughs> uh, Yanni says, you made me howl. Right, letting go. I struggle sometimes to let go. When it comes to personal relationships, goals or whatever, I have to reach absolutely breaking point for me to let go. I don't want to give up on something that could be amazing if I tried one more time. But on the flip side of that, once I've let go, I have zero passion for it anymore. If it's a person or a friendship, I'm just not interested. If it's a goal, I use it as a lesson. I could have been spending my energy on something better for me. Meg said, uh, Sasha's cold dead heart almost breaks. Uh, <laughs> Sasha, I am so excited for your session at Janet's conference. She is helping me with my level up as I signed up for her coaching and course packages, uh, which is offering... Uh, consulting and content for fiction authors to help level up their author businesses and achieve financial success selling books. I am really good at what I do. I have a proven track record of success, but have honestly just been too scared to put myself out there to help other people. In 12 months time, I want to be helping fiction authors achieve financial success in their author businesses. Holly Line said, I am terrible at letting go. I'm stubborn as fuck. Usually hmm. someone close to me has to intervene and pry a duff idea project task from my steel grip. Kerry Hadiski said, I'm not far enough to have experienced letting go of something in business life, but I'm like you, Sasha. In personal life, I give and give and keep trying until there is a big flashing sign telling me to stop. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like high blood pressure. High blood pressure. Hysterical laughter. Mm. Uh, even then, I sometimes don't catch on until something happens where I get hurt. <clears throat> We are very similar. Uh, Lucy Mitchell said, I love this episode, such a fascinating topic. I relate to Dan a lot. I cling on to all sorts far too long. Loved the bit about letting go of the past and being excited for the future. I need to do this. Had a bit of a revelation when I thought about that this morning. Edwin Downward said something along the lines of you can have my pen when you wrench it out of my cold dead hand. Giving up on anything I've become invested in is very difficult. Uh, oh, sorry, is difficult in the extreme. In one case, it took a nasty turn in internal politics to drive me out. Last but by no means least, Faye said, 
I don't let go. In the relationship side, I have been burned too many times by letting go or forgiving. On the writing side uh, slash business side, if I spend too many days low slash defeated, I reevaluate what I am doing and see if it falls under the toxic category if it does i cut it from my life if it's just a challenge like writer's block i buckle down and get it done there is no other way but through i love that last line Mm. what a last line to finish on yeah there is something as well i can't remember i was talking to a friend the other day and we're talking about because you know you have friendship groups that are almost like legacy friendship groups you've known for years but there's not really the only the best way to describe it is that like when you hang out with them it doesn't give you energy not that it doesn't feel like a task. It's very, very neutral. It's more like it, sometimes it feels like obligatory. And like I'm getting to a point now where the people I'm keeping around me close are the people that give me energy because that's what I need to be operating and doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, two more things before we get into the question. Uh, number one, we will give a quick shout out to our brand new patrons over at patreon.com forward slash next level authors. Our first two patrons. Well, I should say the first one was Yanni Jade because she was very excited about claiming that spot. <laughs> and uh, number two, Jackie Ruter. So thank you very much guys for your support. We'll get sorting out a date for the live Q&A at some point soon. Um, but for anyone that wants to support the show and just say hi and get sort of more involved behind the scenes and go over to patreon.com forward slash next level authors. And one thing which I almost forgot until we uh, started doing the comments, we have two level ups. Do we want to do one this week and one next week in case we don't get any more level ups in the coming week? Or should we do both? You think the people listening, out of all of the people listening, no one is going to level up by next week? Well, that's not (laughs) what I think at all. I think people will level up for sure. But I know that some people are introverts and shy and don't necessarily want to, you know, to say, because I don't participate in groups, even the the groups that I'm in. Do you know what I mean? So, Yeah, it's less about people not levelling up and more about whether or not people are confident enough to post. Okay, so to save any argument, because you guys know who you are, um, I'm going to go for the one that posted first, which would be Faye Trask, who says she levelled up today by finishing a few tweaks to her rough draft and sending it to her developmental editor. She is dead. <laughs> I love so it. So well done, Faye. Level up, like a good level up. We need to get like a little jingle in here, which is just from the We definitely the whole, need a jingle. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need a jingle. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun to do. Okay, are you ready for your Castiano? I am so uh, sorry. I like you're going question... to be brutal this week. Yeah, it, like you bastard. Already in advance, you bastard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you could not even denying it. Well, I had the choice of two, but one of them feels incredibly relevant, even more so after we jumped onto Zoom about fifteen minutes ago. But I also think it's a question that's very important and one we've been looking at a lot. I'm just going to keep talking until you get to the point where you just. Uh, die for the question no okay question how do you know whether you're being busy or whether you're being productive um so i think the biggest that's not as hard a question as i thought you were gonna ask me so i think the biggest uh, indicator for me is am i creating products uh that that i can use in the future. So am I creating something that can be sold over and over and over again? That is generally the indicator for me. That means I'm being productive. Um, if I'm doing anything other than that, it's busy work. And, and that's probably too harsh of a distinction, but that is genuinely how I feel. There is, it's quite black and white for me. So either I am being creative or I'm not. And if I'm not, because I'm doing business or mar- or like let's like to be honest with you marketing you know or or admin or accounting or emails or whatever then that is all busy work 
Um, <clears throat> the unfortunate part of business, and particularly when you work for yourself, is that the bigger your business grows, the more products you have, the more busy and admin work there is. And it depends on your business model as well. So if you have a business model that is just books, you are going to have less admin than somebody who has books and courses and speaking and, oh, fuck. you know, like all of this other stuff. The more income streams and strands that you add onto your business, the more fucking administration you are going to create in your business. And there gets, you get to this tension point, this pain point where if you allow it, the busy work will consume your entire day. And you, the pain point is before you can quite afford to outsource it, you get to the point where you have to, or you end up spending 60 to 70% of your time doing busy work just to keep the business running rather than uh, spending 60 to 70% of your time doing the creative work. So <clears throat> Yeah, I think I would say that is probably the biggest indi indicator to me. The yeah, it's it's really frustrating because I don't really enjoy the busy work. Hmm. <laughs> I would much rather be doing, you know, this and helping people in this way or doing lives or, you know, because that's not I don't see that as busy work. Anything that is engaging with your audience comes under the creative banner I would say as well that's probably the only yeah that's the only thing that isn't core writing or creation that I would add into that so <clears throat> yeah I don't know that I have a solution either really because I'm in the in the throes of dealing with that the one thing I would say that I do 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 <laughs> yeah. <so> childish <laughs> um is I like have blocks so before I came into this block I was very definitely writing because I finished Trey and then I finished and then I wrote Sirens the whole novella um <clears throat> and I think my natural cycle is to do creative stuff get completely drained and empty and then have to do a bunch of admin shit mm. you know and business stuff to to give my brain the rest the problem is energetically that business and admin stuff drains me significantly more than the creative side so i don't like that is definitely my natural cycle like if i look back over the last couple of years i've definitely done massive burst of creativity chunk of business massive burst of creativity and so maybe that is how my brain works and needs needs to work um but unfortunately, the bursts of like business and admin and all of that crap are becoming longer. And so I probably need to work out a way to either say no to more things, drop some things or streamline and create better systems. I don't mm. know. How about you? <clears throat> it's just interesting that you um, you went down the creativity production versus like administration route, because um, I'm probably going to take it in a slightly different direction. And I think a lot of it comes back to the sort of like the epiphanies and all the bits and pieces that I've had over the last um, week or so. But like I've, I've had a big mindset shift this week, which feels like, like I said, it feels super obvious and something I should have been doing for ages. But I, in our strategy day, we're going to be on Tuesday. Most of what I'm going to be looking at is bottom line financial income and looking at 
what is bringing in me money. Because since I went full-time back in, I keep getting this wrong, April, 2019, um, ghostwriting has been one of my primary sources of income. I've had sort of like royalties here and there for different pieces, um, some sort of Patreon stuff from Great Writer Share. Um, and I've, I've pummeled a lot of energy into trying to produce my own fiction alongside uh, the ghostwriting as well, which is a lot of creative output and it's burning me the fuck out because it's stretching one very, very particular muscle in my brain. Mm. And so when it comes around to it, and you've seen what's happened when I get- You've got like, a big muscle though. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I arguably, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what I meant is, you can sprint like eight thousand words in a yes. day. Yeah. No, I have um... a I have a capacity for words, but it's. And this is going to sound like this can come across really dickish to some people, obviously, who are struggling to get words in. But like, it's it is a bit of a curse because, I I can write a lot of words, but it burns me out if I do. But also that is my primary source of just getting stuff done at the minute. Like the days I, I, re I recently um, had a period where, you know, I planned bits and pieces for a story and I've had some parts where like I'm building website and stuff and designing for different things at the minute. And I'm enjoying it because it, it just rests the writer's mind. Mm. And at the minute, my, well, for the last year and a half, my job has just been right, right, right. And like I say, it's like not a horrible position to be in. And I'm very, very, very thankful to like have that as a, as an option. Um, I just want to stretch. I just want to do some other things. So, uh, all, all of that to say that like there are certain things that I've been pursuing hard that are bringing money but aren't bringing in as much money as other things um, and particularly uh, for people who listen to the show like I'm, I'm moving back in with my parents like at the end of this month specifically to save up money so I can buy a house and sort of spend more time around my son and stuff um, and one big part of that is obviously I have to bring an in income I have to you know, get the money to make a house and really sort of take advantage of what the next six to 12 months are going to bring in terms of being able to save money. So a lot of my focus now is on, all right, what is the bottom line for things that are actually making money? What can I scale realistically? And how do I now use this to sort out my time? So I'm not just, you know, uh, so, so I can actually build things that are buoying me up outside of some of the other work. So in terms of the difference between busyness and productivity i do find that similarly the, the times i feel most productive are when i'm doing something that i know is getting received well or i can get the feedback quite well and it feels it feels me I, it's really weird to explain like it really feels like it's me doing what i should be doing mm. versus other jobs which just feel a bit like a slog like i don't mind newsletters i don't mind like um managing all the things in the background and that like obviously when it's necessary and i'm doing promotions and stuff for the anthology and things and that feels okay to me because that's bringing in sort of like a, a good return but yeah it's sometimes it's and sometimes it comes down to um i think when you're drowning in thousands of to-dos and you haven't had time to rest and you are kind of just working on autopilot that is sometimes where i know that i'm being busy instead of productive because I'm getting half of the output by putting in triple in my in air quotes, like triple the, well, not even triple the input. Basically it's a, a job that normally takes me an hour is taking me three hours. So I know that like I'm dragging these things out because I'm not really like honing in and thinking and being productive and just getting things done at my, at my new, usual capacity. So I don't know, I've gone in a lot of different directions, but that's my, that's my answer. Well, the interesting thing is I think our answers 
actually matched you said you didn't think they did but you were talking mm. about um the fact that you you feel that, that you are most productive when you're working on something that's going to be received well or going to have an impact or um you know and that is what i'm talking about the creative stuff the, for me the creative stuff is the stuff that i'm you know some putting into the world that's going to have an effect so i don't know i feel like i feel like we did match on that mm. yeah and that's it sweet cool yeah that was a nice mm. one I, th I thought it'd be more difficult <laughs> i don't know why no well i think it's because i've been doing so much of the busy work the overwhelming stuff, yeah. but it's not that i'm not aware i am fully aware that um i need to cut back i just don't know how and and that's the problem i still don't mm -hmm. have a solution for how to how to cut back or or say no, no. <laughs> so you know yeah I wonder, and, uh, one thing that we haven't spoken about that is I'll put you on the spot. Are we recording a live on Tuesday? Yeah, we can do. We can do. So maybe the next episode will be live, which would also mean that we won't have comments next week just to let people yeah. know in advance. But yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how we'll we, see. We'll how see we, we yeah, do. we'll see how we go and how we yes. feel. I know that that always damages the audio when we do do it in person. Mm. So yes. yeah, we'll that would be the downside. Yes. Okay. So this week's question for everyone is how do you know when you're being busy or whether you're being productive? Uh, answer that in the Facebook group, YouTube, Instagram, wherever we post it. And uh, just another shout out to our brand new patrons, Yanni and Jackie. If you want to go join those guys over at patreon.com forward slash next level authors. And for me, it's bye bye. And from Sasha. Nope, stop. You oh no, damn. We oh. get away with it. No, I tell you, it's because I thought that I thought I was getting to like a really smooth sign off then. It's fine. We fuck it up. That's what we do. And then next week we come back and we do it better than before. <laughs> what are you doing this week, Sasha? Oh. Uh everything do you know you're gonna have to go first <laughs> okay uh i'm going to edit when winter comes six keep up with the production schedule and finish a third package all right i am oh, i'm so annoyed at that now <laughs> i am going <laughs> try again next week i am going to I am going to dedicate next week to thinking and resting. <laughs> I'm not taking the week off. I know, try not to have your brain implode, but I'm going to do as many restorative activities as I possibly can. And I really hope that involves reading my manuscripts that I have finished that are sitting there waiting to be edited but I'm actually I think I'm actually not going to set any goals next week I think I'm actually not going to set any business goals other than restore think and and sort of mentally plan and do, physically plan um that's it I'm done I'm out I have to otherwise I, I am actually gonna Kilo. hurt myself yeah in in a hole the worst one there it is it's happening yeah okay I finally back down <laughs> jesus christ stubborn um <laughs> it's not even a doubt all right uh cool so yeah just one more time uh answer the question how do you know whether you're being busy or whether you're being productive and goodbye from me and bye-bye from me Bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts.
For more of me, check out the Great Writers Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. Bum, 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 bum. Smash this fucking positivity. Number four. Fuck your positivity. <laughs>